Good morning, my fellow geeks under grace. This morning, we're joined by Max McLean, the uh, I, I, I guess the founder of FPA Productions and currently the uh, the star of uh, The Most Reluctant Convert, which I believe is still going to be in theaters for the next couple days. How's it going today? Good, thank you. Uh, by the way, the pronunciation is McLean. McLean, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, at this, how, how well is the show done at this point? I think it's on its third or fourth uh, rebroadcast upcoming at this point? Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it surprised us. Uh, it was scheduled to do a one-night-only event on November 3rd, and then it was uh, uh, extended to the 7th, then to the 18th, and then to the 25th of November. And uh, I've gotten word from our distributor that uh, some theaters, not all, of course, uh, are going to extend it on to the 2nd of December. Wow, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, I, was, yeah. What, was that, did that take you back somewhat? or <laughs> You know, you always hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Uh, you never know about these things. Uh, we, we did think, though, that Lewis has an audience, and uh, um, we have done a lot of Lewis material over the years, so we have an audience. Uh, and I, I think that our base audience would, would get us started, but that wouldn't have been enough to keep it going uh, to this extent. So it, uh, it has found a, a, a bigger audience. And, you know, th that's the, the, I think the big distinction between, uh, theater and film, uh, film is much more democratic. I mean, we had, um, we had twice as many people see our movie, uh, since November 3rd than we had in three years of performing The Most Reluctant Conquer on stage. So that just tells you about the reach of film compared to stage. Certainly. I mean, it's it can be hard to kind of, you know, get people to actually go out to see a stage play sometimes. But So I, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, stage plays are, it's not part of, unless you live in New York, or London, it's not part of, uh, although Chicago has a really strong state, uh, theater scene and so does DC. Uh, but for them, for most people, you know, if you live in the suburbs or, you know, you're, that's not part of your routine. So how Whereas movie, movies definitely are right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's easier just to drive 10 minutes down the road to the movie theater at times. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how long have you been, uh, have you, have, and when did you come up with uh, the most reluctant convert as the stage play version, and how long you've been touring it at this point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we've done uh, screw tape letters. Uh, we did an adaptation of the screw tape letters from page to stage, and we did an adaptation of the Great Divorce from page to stage. Uh, both of those books uh, talk about Lewis, Lewis used fantasy language, uh, theological fantasy language for, for both of them to describe some inner real experiences that he faced. Um, and, and so he was, he's always, uh, uh, very transparent in his writing. Uh, and that led me to go back to, after doing those two shows, that let me go back to, uh, 
his memoirs, Surprised by Joy. Uh, so I started, uh, and in order to really understand Lewis, I, uh, I actually transcribed Surprised by Joy, you know, word for word, because I, I wanted to follow his train of thought and uh, to, to see how he formed sentences and how he formed thoughts and, uh, and get underneath his sense of humor and his, uh, all of that. And that was a, that was a wonderful experience. I, not that I knew it would succeed as a play, but it was a really wonderful way to get inside Lewis. Uh, and I did that probably 2011, 2012. Uh, then I let it sit for a little bit and then went back to it in earnest in 2015, really developed it, got our creative team behind it. Uh, then we, uh, we opened it in DC in 2016 and, and was, was touring it regularly. Um, um, and, uh, until the pandemic shut us down. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I might've been at one of the last performances you did because I, I was at, I saw you at Northwestern right before, right in March of 2020. So that was just as things. That, that would have been the last, uh, live performance of most reluctant convert northwestern it was march 3rd 2020 uh the next performance was going to be at university of michigan ann arbor uh and that got canceled and rutgers was right after that and that got canceled and then you know we thought that you know what, what, what were we told two weeks to flatten the curve and i said well what am i going to do for the next two weeks you know um and then all of a sudden we were shut down until august of 2021 I take it that the, the, the shutdown had something to do with your decision to shoot the film? Yes, it did. Well, it, it wasn't obvious that it did. It was it was perhaps an act of desperation because we just saw miles and miles of empty pages on our calendar. And uh, so we, we, we had all this time. Uh, Norman Stone and I have been friends for uh, about 10 years. I met him at an arts conference in California. But I've been aware of him since he did the original Shadowlands back in uh, uh, back in the eighties, nineteen eighties, and uh, so uh, we 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 both uh, write from a uh, and and do our work from a Christian worldview. We you know we love the Lord, love the arts, love C.S. Lewis, and uh, and so we talked about. I, I sent the script of Most Reluctant Convert. Uh, he really liked it, wanted to expand it, you know, into film. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, we saw it as a, uh, at least I saw it as a, you know, 2022, 2023 project because we were so busy. You know, we had, we had screw tape on the road. We had great divorce on the road. Uh, Most reluctant convert was doing a college tour. We had just uh, closed a, a, uh, uh, a show in New York, a modern adaptation of Paradise Lost. So we were just going on all cylinders. And so, uh, and, and I didn't understand movies. I knew they were very expensive. So uh, I just saw this as, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Let's get it down the road. But, but then with the pandemic, you know, was when we realized it was going to be a long-term shutdown, um, it was, a, a, you know, Norman came to me, I think it was in June. He said, you know, uh, uh, Britain's going to open up for filmmaking. Um, in uh, under very strict protocols sometime in August. And if you're ready to go, I, I can get a crew and cast together first rate and because nobody's worked since March. And, uh, and I said, well, um, you know, if you can confirm that, 
and uh, and make sure the locations we need are available. Uh, I'll go to my board and see if we can get funding to put the put it in the can, and then we can talk about uh, post production and distribution later. And so, uh, so I think uh, I arrived. You know, I had to quarantine for two weeks, so I arrived end of August. Quarantine middle of September, we began work. We were done shooting by mid October, and then here we are a year later with it uh, released. I did notice in the the script for the film adaptation that there were some punch ups. Uh, how did how did you did Norman approach uh, you know adapting it to screen? I noticed I, I noticed there were a couple of, like mere Christianity and weight of glory quotes that were added to it. Were there anything? Other, were there any other notable changes to it? Uh, no, those were in the those were in the play. Were, um, I thought I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think the ending had the epilogue from uh, Weight of Glory in it in the, in the stage version. Yeah, it, uh, that's how the play ends, with uh, the Weight of Glory um, and, uh, and his taking communion, Christmas 1932. Um, yeah, that's, that's how the play ends. Okay, I, dis I distinctly misremember the end of the play then for some reason. That's, that's, that's bad on my part. <laughs> but were there, were there any uh, changes to it though? For, for prior to um, well, obviously, you know, you have three Lewises instead of one, you know, a boy Lewis, uh, a young Lewis and an elder Lewis telling the story kind of like Christmas Carol. Uh, there's that, um, you know, we, uh, all the, uh, all of the, the characters that are played in the one person show are, uh, are cast in the film. You know, Kirk and the mom and dad and uh, Barfield and Tolkien. So, um, but the, the, uh, the story is, uh, I, I would say that the script, you know, obviously the, a film script has so much more visual, uh, um, notes, you know, uh, on a film script that you have to turn into, uh, scenic. Uh, but the actual, words of the speeches and the dialogues is almost uh i would say 99 percent from the play with with the possible exception of a couple of segues was is, is there a difference between trend in, in stage and film acting as someone who's primarily worked on 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 stage uh there's a huge difference uh film acting is so much more subtle uh, stage acting is so big in the sense that you have to overcome space. You know, you, uh, you said you saw the show at Northwestern, <clears throat> depending on where you're sitting, that was a 1200 seat auditorium and it was full. So in order to reach the, you know, the person in the top balcony, uh, uh, moments have to be bigger, much bigger. Uh, secondly, the, uh, the imprint of theater is the voice. The imprint of film is mostly the image, uh, the you know that that is what you recollect more. So uh, all of that, you know, you have to bring everything down. The camera is two inches from you sometimes, um, very very close. And every uh, it can tell a lot. It, it can tell when you're being false. So uh, I, I find uh, film acting. Uh, a little bit more exacting, um, stage acting, uh, much more rigorous. Interesting. Was it challenging to shoot during COVID then, or was it that was it at that point things were somewhat uplifted enough that you could do it? You know, with well, there was strict protocols, very strict protocols. Um, 
and uh, so we had to get uh, just myriads of COVID tests, and and I spent, and so the we're, there was always the threat that you would have a positive test, and this was in you know September October of 2020 when positive tests were really serious. You know, there were no vaccines. It was very, and so uh, there would have been a, a you know, two-week quarantine. Um, if it were me, for instance, if I came down with COVID test, or if Norman did, or the cinematographer. Uh, I guess if an extra did, you just get rid of the extra, and then the, the, the few people that he uh, was communicating with. But if it was me, it would have been shut down. Uh, for at least two weeks and then not only that uh you know would have delayed the schedule and you know and the and the money clock is constantly moving um but beyond that if we had uh if we had a delay of more than a week uh, we wouldn't have been able to finish our film because britain shut down in late october uh and so we probably would have had to go back you know we couldn't have gone back till the summer uh, and so, in a, in a sense, we just feel blessed and, you know, providentially guided uh, in in that. What did Oxford think about the uh, you guys shooting at their at the downtown location? No, they weren't happy about it because, uh, in fact, we couldn't do crowd scenes. You know, so basically, we we you know we 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 hired 190 extras over the course of the thing, but we could only shoot them one at a time on public grounds you know when we were in the church we could do more but in the you know the oxford city government said no you can do your crowd scene can be a crowd of one <laughs> and so we you know every time we had a different angle we bring in another extra to give it a little bit more juice but that was problematic because we had scenes where we you know we had uh you know 50 extras um and uh, we couldn't uh, use them there you go. Well, what did you what what kind of lessons do you think you took away from the production? Then, what what did what did your biggest takeaway from that? Uh, that movies are in our future. Um, you know, I'm I'm getting up there in years, and and I talked about the rigors of stage acting as compared to film acting. I mean, one of the great things about this film because of because of the subject matter, and and its uh, its closeness. To the Lewis's actual words, you know, we have the rights from C.S. Lewis Estate uh, to to film this. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be an evergreen project. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I spent a month doing it, and uh, it, you know, twenty years from now, I think people will still be watching it. So that's the that's the permanence of of film. Uh, you know, stage is fleeting. Uh, yeah, you can, you know have a video of a stage performance and I've done that, but it has nowhere near the impact, you know, it's just camera following you around and, and it's the immediacy of, of being in the audience that uh, makes live theater so exciting. And, uh, but it, that, you know, that's a younger person's game. Can you, uh, can you talk about any of the ideas for things you want to do project wise? Uh, not yet, although that's a, that's a big uh, uh, part of my time right now. We're reading scripts and looking at past projects. And, uh, uh, but uh, Norman and I have, have uh, been working diligently on a, on a vast number of scripts to whittle it down. You know, our objective is to try to make three more movies in the next five years. Wow. 
Wow, that's a good turnaround. Mm-hmm. So obviously during COVID, you uh, FPA put on a bunch of uh, performances like The Great Divorce and The Trial of Martin Luther over Zoom. Yeah. Has the pandemic been a good creative muse then to refocus the company, or was it mostly a detriment? Uh, I think after we got over the uh, the shock of it, the shock of the shutdown, uh, you know, we were able to slow down, and we found we had all this newfound time, and uh, we got creative. You know, I, I was able to write a new script that uh, we're going to develop in twenty uh, early twenty twenty two, which uh, takes Lewis's uh, journey from his conversion. Um, you know, it wasn't obvious he would become what he became at his conversion. You know, uh, how did he become the Lewis that you and I revere and know and, you know, are helped by, guided by? So uh, I'm looking at that script. Uh, that the, the script is finished now, and and uh, we're going to get our creative team. We're, we're going to work on it in December and uh, and then uh, again in February and March and then open in April. So I know that the uh, the Great Divorce started touring again. Is it? Are you personally acting in that, or is that other people? No, I, I, no, I, I'm not in that. It's a fantastic show. Gosh, it's a good show. Is it? And the audience is, uh, you know, I, I, it's a very challenging show. Very challenging. Uh, but uh, the audiences have just been extraordinary with it, uh, just in terms of they catch it. I, and I think it's message about how we resist our conscience, uh, resist the Holy Spirit. You know, Screwtape was about how temptation, uh, you know, it's kind of spiritual warfare from demon's point of view, how temptations uh, keep us from being all we can be. Uh, so it's sort of an external force or an external, um, uh, you know, preying on our weaknesses. Whereas the, 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 the great divorce is kind of the other side of the coin where, um, where you know where we really uh, hear uh, the Holy Spirit, the pangs of conscience, and just just ignore it. And uh, of course, that too can be uh, a demonic a demonic temptation. But uh, it, it's a it's a different way of seeing it. You know how uh, and and the Great Divorce just does that so so well. Very memorable. Are you planning to add more dates for the Great Divorce? To not once they're kind of finished with their current run. Or? Well, we're, the, the, this current tour ends December fourth in Cleveland, and I think we're going to uh, we're, we're we're negotiating with the actors now uh, to uh, see if we can do a new tour uh, uh, in uh, in twenty twenty two. Yeah. All right. We're, we're working towards that. Yes. All right. I'm I'm hope I'm hoping and praying you guys come out to Nashville where I'm at right now because I where do you live? I, I live. I used to live up in Chicago. I currently live in Nashville. So I, I do think we're looking at Nashville uh, in 2022. Yes. I'm yes. So, I'm so glad to hear that. It's 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 killed me that I haven't been able to see some of these on stage yet. I I I missed uh, the screw tape letters by like a day because I wasn't able to because get off work that day. So it's. It's bug. It's uh, it's been hard not to be able to see some of these, but sorry. So I mean, with the success of the most reluctant convert, have you thought about trying to put some of the staged versions of other plays out on DVD too? I mean, like I. Well, the the thing is, the C.S. Lewis estate is pretty strict. Like for instance, we have 
stage rights to the screw tape letters and stage rights to the great divorce, but we don't have film rights. We did have stage rights to the most reluctant convert and we, we did acquire film rights. It was a pretty, uh, it's a much different process. Uh, you know, I mean, first of all, the financial commitment is much, much larger. So, um, I do think we'd like to do that. Um, Screw Tape is such a brand name for the for the Lewis estate that uh, they may be holding out for a, a you know they they were I think I read somewhere that uh, they they were able to make a deal with Netflix about Narnia that was pretty huge and uh, you know uh, we're not we're certainly not Netflix. <laughs> What about your, uh, like, I know, I, isn't Paradise Lost technically public domain? Yeah, we just did a modern adaptation of it that uh, is with, uh, um, that we, we, that we produce somebody else's adaptation of it. You know, so the playwright has the rights to it. And we have, we have optioned it for further work, but we, you know, because of the pandemic, we haven't got back to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm I'm hoping that one expands because that was, uh, that was yeah it, it's it 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 has a lot going for it, but there's a there's there still needs some more work to be done on it. Was that yeah. one was that one particularly hard to stage given how big the source material is? Or um, I think it was. Yeah, I mean the staging was fabulous actually. Um, I'm just not sure we cracked the code. You know, it's. The challenge for theater, theater has to be swift and ideas have to really fly. And, and I don't think we got underneath it enough is my, my concern about that piece that we need to, we need to get underneath it a little bit more to make it really fly. Otherwise it comes across as a, as almost a, a retelling of a Bible story. And it's it is, uh, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's it 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 has its own uh, insights that go well beyond, and it's all speculative, of course, but go well beyond what uh, what the what the Bible uh, actually says. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I, I that's all the questions I have for you at the moment. But I want to thank you for your time. When can you say? Can you tell people, remind people again, when they can see the most reluctant convert if they haven't already? Yeah. Well, so far it's uh, they should go to cslewismovie dot com. It's uh, you know what tends to happen. We started in about four hundred thirty theaters uh, in the first and stay there. Then it went down to three hundred. Then it went down to two hundred. And there's probably going to be about a hundred theaters that are continuous. Uh, and I don't know what they are yet, but uh, go to cslosmovie.com. And what that does, the website has a geo-targeting a feature. So it, if, if it doesn't show up in your area, that just means that it's not in your area. Uh, however, uh, once this ends, uh, there will be other uh, ways of seeing the show. We just, you know, we are contractually obligated not to talk about those other ways just yet. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. I thank yeah. you so much for your time, Mr. McLean. Oh, Mr. thank McLean. you. Thank I'm you so to, much. I will say yeah. it right once this this interview. So no, no, yeah. that sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Great. God bless. God bless. Bye bye.